Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 67 of the B-Team podcast. Ben, I don't really know how to lead into this one. Yeah, this is a tough one. I don't I don't know what to do with my hands, to be honest. Unless you are unaware or just straight up not a college football fan, in which case I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Hmm. Mike Leach passed away. Um, I guess it was Monday night leading into Tuesday morning. We mm-hmm. received word Sunday evening that he had been hospitalized, came out later that he had been airlifted to Jackson. Heart problem, I think, is essentially what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And he was put in comfort care, and everyone said their last goodbyes. And in typical Mike Leach fashion, his last little bit of charity was organ donation. So that happened this week. And everyone is obviously very upset and distraught about it. But Ben, yeah, do you have I anything? Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, you were doing a great job of giving the synopsis of it. Obviously, a terrible, terrible uh, thing to hear. Just, I mean, when we heard it Sunday night. It was kind of like, you know, at first it was okay. He's hospitalized. Like, okay, well, hopefully he's okay. And then it came out where, even though he's hospitalized, this is really, really bad. And at that point, it kind of everybody saw the writing on the wall. Um, I mean, it's just tough, man. I, even yeah, as Mississippi State people, obviously we've been tuned in with likely more closely than others over the past three years. But I mean, his reach goes way beyond Mississippi State goes way on college football even I would say I mean the dude is like a was a uh, an icon I don't I mean all the things you've been reading and hearing the past <clears throat> couple of days uh I mean people are saying he was the most influential person in college coach in college football over the past what 40 years probably yeah, 30 years um and his, you know, obviously his coaching tree is insane. Um, he's changed the game both in pro and college. The way he's done it has been, you know, pretty cool. Kind of a not playing or coaching at the Ohio States and the Texas and the Alabama of the world, and still doing really well for himself. Um, yeah, it's just really sad. I never met the guy personally. Um, felt like I knew him. I'm sure. Most people feel the same way, uh, just from listening and talking, just his demeanor and everything. It just, it's just really, really sad, man. And, right. um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just sucks. All, everything <laughs> yeah. about it sucks. And you said it, we're approaching this from like a Mississippi State fan perspective, but this was more a loss for college football than anything. Um, and you also talked yeah. about like, he just seemed like you're right. I never met him either. Never got the chance to take a picture with him. Uh, never in the same room as him or anything like that. Um, but it seemed like he always seemed like one of those guys that, like, if I ever saw him in person, it would just be an easy conversation to go have, which is interesting from someone that you see as, like, this big public figure and this, like, pseudo-celebrity. I don't even know if it's pseudo. Like, he was just – he transcended uh, he college football. So Yeah. Yeah, he was a celebrity. I mean – uh yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that's 
we're going to talk a little bit here about some of our favorite things about and stories and all that about Mike Leach. But that was one of the coolest things this past couple of days is reading all the stories, um, some that you would have never heard before. Everyone's um, got a Leach story, and it's always yeah, it's wonderful and hilarious. And Yeah, and uh, he was, like you said, very easy to talk. Half of them are just like, yeah, I didn't really – I knew who he was, but I never met him before, and I was really scared to call him or I was scared to talk to him or whatever. And as soon as they started talking, like, yeah, we talked for two hours. You know, it's just – it's who he was. He yeah. genuinely was interested in talking or, you know, learning and talking to people. And then, yeah, just a genuine dude. Did you see the one that came out? I think it was Lincoln Riley shared this earlier. Um, he was in a coach's meeting with Leach back in Texas Tech. And someone called Mike Leach. He answered the phone and – he was like, well, where are you calling from? And he kind of stepped out. And after about half an hour, he said, hello, I think I lost you. I hung up the flip phone, opened it back up, dialed back again, and finished out the rest of the phone call. And Lincoln Riley asked, hey, coach, who was that? He said, oh, they dialed the wrong number. <laughs> There's so many I mean, stories like that where, like, the dude, just, the dude just went on for an hour of, like, He's the most non-football guy, football guy that's out there. Yeah, there's multiple, like, that I was reading, multiple stories of him taking phone calls while at practice mm-hmm. and just talking for, like, an hour. And people hearing a whistle and being like, hey, Coach, like, what are you doing? He's like, no, I'm at practice. He's like, how do you let you go? He's like, nah. <laughs> nah, that'd be all right. Think about it. Like one of the first big time games that ever took place in like our college football fandoms was Texas Tech in Texas. That Crabtree yeah, catch down the sideline. I vividly line. remember that game. Yeah, and that's like the twelfth most remembered Mike Leach moment that I have. Yeah, yeah. If that, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, if you have anything specific that you want to say right now, or else we can just kind of go back and forth and talk about I, things. I'm that, down for that. Um. I read one today. This was when he was at Oklahoma. I'm sure you saw this one. This one was um, out there, man. This was when Josh Heupel was the quarterback at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Did you read this story? I don't think so. I think it was in like late 90s, and he was like a grad assistant or something, or maybe offensive. I don't know, at Oklahoma. And they went into Texas, or I guess it's wherever it is. Uh, Dallas is that where they play the Red River rivalry? Yeah, or is it the Austin? It's in the Cotton Bowl, that's right. The Cotton Bowl, okay. Um, so they went in there. I'm pretty sure Texas was pretty highly favored, and um, Leach got this idea to perform some espionage. Oh, no, Pierce was telling me about this. Yeah, yeah, he had a fake play call sheet made up for like the script of the game on offense and had every play the exact same formation just the opposite play and had like a tight end running down gave it to one of his tight ends and said run down the tunnel and when you get down there act like you're putting it in your belt and just let it fall on the ground so he did it and some ga for texas picks it up looks at it it's like oh crap here it is takes it in and uh texas Gives it to the Texas coaches like this has to be legit. I mean, why would they make a fake play sheet? 
and um, I'm pretty sure Oklahoma went up like 17 nothing because yeah. every play the entire defense was on the opposite side of the field of where the play was going. Yeah, just hilarious. He's a genius, man. You don't win 100 percent of your game, 60 percent of your games coaching an outpost like Texas Tech, Washington State, and Mississippi State. As much as it pains for us to say that, without being some sort of master people, yeah. <laughs> the one that I saw getting passed around a lot, especially from his time in Mississippi State, was the marriage advice. Oh yeah, yeah. With Alyssa Lang, just just go elope. Yeah, that is going to be yeah, something I remember one. forever. Yeah, he had. I don't know. I think it was when he was at Washington State. He had a similar one. Oh, he had a reporter, reporter ask him. him about it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you have any advice for my wedding or my wedding day?" And he was just going on and on about how your bride's going to ask you your opinion on all these things, but they're going to get mad at you if you don't have an opinion because you don't care. But then if you do give them an opinion, they're going to say how it's wrong. You can't win. Dude, it's one of the yeah, all-time. That's one of my favorite clips. Of he's Gleason. talking about the strawberry shortcake and the blueberry pie yeah. and what color should the envelopes be <laughs> and what should we wear. Yeah, the invitation. She's like, blue or white? Like, I kind of like the blue. And she's like, well, I kind of like the white. He's like, okay, well, that the blue's fine. Well, then why do you do you really not care? Like, what? <laughs> and he's like, you can't win. Uh, My favorite Washington State one is the the mascot battle debate. Oh, yeah. That's, and I think there are several thing. underrated parts of that in that he was asking, first of all, questions about like, well, what does the Utah what like what does the Trojan have? What does the Ute have? Rather than just like I picture it as just like a battle of fisticuffs here. <laughs> that one yeah. that one was good. And then uh him just straight up forgetting his own mascot <laughs> was pretty funny. <laughs> He said, did I miss one? And the one that he missed was his own school's mascot. The Cougars, yeah. Um, what kind of Harry <laughs> – we need the Harry Potter activist to explain to us the powers that a sun devil has. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you have the classics. You have the, the uh, Fat Little Girlfriends. Fat Little Girlfriends. Um yeah, I mean, that's always a classic. Um, you have another one at Washington State, I believe, um, where he's talking about Bigfoot and how we've never found Bigfoot and how it's a I bunch think, of I think it was baloney. Bigfoot and aliens, right? Yeah, and aliens. Yeah, he's like, we found bones of dinosaurs, but why haven't we found anything on aliens or Bigfoot? Um, candy? We can't leave out the candy one. Where he talked about Halloween candies. Oh, candy. Yeah. What'd you think I said? Andy. I was like, who the hell is Andy? <laughs> no, candies. He's a gummy Yeah, he's a gummy eating machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said, there's still candy innovation. Talking about nerds cluster. I'm surprised you haven't brought yeah, up nerds the, clusters uh, are nerds clusters are delicious. I'm surprised uh, you haven't brought up the Friday Night Lights clip yet. Oh yeah, how can I forget? Supposedly that was the he recorded that. The night before Texas Tech played uh, Texas. Was that the famous Texas Tech-Texas game? No, I don't think so. But he, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll come do it. I'll be on the TV show. Um, God, there's so many. I feel I know I'm leaving out like multiple. That the one that I, I didn't know about until after everything happened, obviously. 
um, that I wish I had seen a long time ago. Did you see the clip of him doing meteorology? Oh, yeah. Lubbock? Wang! <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, now one of my favorite phenomenons is whenever it rains mud. Dust comes in, rain comes down, rains mud. Most people don't like that. I go out there, I watch it, it looks cool. <laughs> uh, him, him talking about his, uh, he goes and checks the weather by just walking outside and sticking his hand up in the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like they could make a write a book, like just have everybody submit all their stories and then just compile them into a book. And I would, you don't even have I to have them submit it to read it. Hop on Twitter for a few hours. Yeah. All right. So just think about it. like we just went, I don't know what, 10 minutes of back and forth about Mike Leach. And we didn't talk about his hobbies, his his pirating, uh, Native American traveling the world, has a naked portrait of himself in his office, all the little knickknacks <laughs> that he has. Um, we didn't talk about any of his press conferences at state, which were all fantastic. Um, especially his introductory one, his SEC media days antics of, yeah, I don't prepare a noting statement because why would I? <laughs> it's just perfectly Mike Leach. Um, I do want to, the last memory that I will share is the Jeremy Shap. I'm sure you saw this one too. Um, Jeremy Shap did a, an interview with him whenever Wazoo was hosting game day. And he asked him, he was like, what do you want the, what do you want them to write about in the Mike the Mike Leach eulogy goes, well, what do I care? I'm dead. <laughs> so it's, I think we're doing a good job. I think the world as a whole is doing a good job representing what Mike Leach would have wanted. And that's just a celebration of Mike Leach. Yeah, I agree. And um, one of the crazy things is we, I mean, we mentioned the Crabtree play, but other than that, we really didn't say much about football. I no. Mean, that's the crazy part is the dude, had an impact on everything when he talked about anything. And I mean, he had great football accomplishments too. Won a ton of games at Texas tech, won a ton of games at Washington state was on his way, was building something at Mississippi state. Um, I know there's people including us that have ridiculed, you know, critiqued him and, and wondered about things at Mississippi state, but that doesn't mean uh, that he wasn't doing well. I mean, he won eight games this year, um, easily could have won more and who knows what next year would have been like. So, yeah. Um, I just it's it's really sad, but you know it makes you it does make you smile when you start to hear all these stories and know how big of an impact he did have. Um, yeah, that's what kind of makes it okay. So yeah, and just from a simply Mississippi State perspective, I will forever forever be grateful to him for. Let's be honest about this. I've said this before. Mississippi State football was trending down in a bad way whenever Moorhead left. He pulled that team out. He gave us hope again. I'll remember that LSU game forever. And this was oh, a yeah. sitting, this was a sitting Power Five head coach that chose to come to Mississippi State. Like I, I, I will forever remember that and be happy that it happened. Yeah, absolutely, he chose us. Um, he didn't have to come. And he did. So it was huge. We, you know, as much as people may not have loved everything out while he was there, there was excitement and there was always a chance to win a game, whereas it wasn't the case right before he came. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, 
it's crazy how things work out, but we get to play in a few weeks in a stadium with a huge pirate ship in it. I love nothing more than to get a dub that day. We have to. I mean, we have to. We have, we yeah, we have to. So uh hammer the dogs. <laughs> so rest in peace, Mike Leach the pirate. We appreciate you. Uh hope the best for your family right now. Um just thank you for everything. It's been great. Agreed. You know, rest in peace, you know, praying for his family. I mean, as much as we all have talked about miss him and, and hate all this, I mean, they're the ones that are probably suffering the most at this point. So thinking about them and um yeah, I mean, we could have this could have been a two hour podcast just talking Mike Leach stuff, but you can get that everywhere. We just wanted to give our little you know, two cents on it. And yeah. I want to keep seeing the stories and, and videos and everything. I mean, I don't want that to go away. So Right. Um, <clears throat> elsewhere in the world of college football, I guess we do eventually, as harsh as it sounds, have to discuss what's next. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Arnett has been named the now permanent head coach at Mississippi State, which I think we both expected. Uh, no problems with it. Yeah. I don't know if you have any problems with it. No, I mean, look, I've been pretty vocal about my what I've how I feel about Zach Arnett. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. Um, I don't think you could have done anything differently here, especially with no AD. There's there's no stability for this. Yeah, and you know, as much you can critique Arnett on some things, the players love him. Um, he knows the program. Signing days is a week away. Um, it's just what you had to do. I'm fine with them signing them for a long-term deal. I expected them to do at least like a year contract and see where it went, but that's fine. Um, I really don't – it's one of those hires I don't think we're going to do much better in the constraints that we're in right now, <clears throat> and we definitely could have done worse. So I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, we'll see where it goes. I hope, you know, we do really well, obviously, but um, it, it is a weird spot to move on but I don't I think that's what Mike Leach would have wanted I don't think he would want everybody to sit around and feel sorry for everybody yeah and it brings a little bit of stability back to the program you're going to keep the staff the same I'm assuming um, players know the staff the players that haven't entered the portal yet probably aren't if I had to guess um, because of what's going on right now um, but yeah I I, I I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, I don't really have an issue with the hire or the timing. I don't. There's not a blueprint for this. They, they, they. There's no like historical precedence for this, at least not recently. Um. So yeah, I think I think Dr. Keenum did the best that he could given the circumstances and with no AD. Um. And yeah, I think we're both. Uh, whenever it was announced that he was going to be the interim, I thought they were just going to carry that tag throughout the rest of the year. But making it permanent, I have no issues with. So, yeah, I don't. I mean, there was no way to do this easily. I mean, Mark Keenan was in an impossible position, and I think this is just what you had to do. And I don't think it was tasteless, you know, whatever. It's just at this point, that's what we have to do. They're so, doing a um, – they're doing a memorandum um, – memoriam, Jesus, Eric, um, the 20th at the <laughs> pump. 
at one o'clock. That'd be awesome. If anyone wants to go, I'm sure it'll be packed out. It'll be a who's who of Mississippi State, college football, just everyone that that loved Mike Leach. I expect to be in town that day. Yeah, that'll be awesome. I wish I could, I could go. I mean, doubt I would get in the building, but I wish I could go. But that'll be really, really special and kind of, you know. That'll be – I'm sure there'll be more stories shared there, so that'll be good. Elsewhere – Almost have fun, but it won't be fun. Elsewhere across the country, Caleb Williams won the Heisman. Uh, as expected, Max Duggan came in second. I believe C.J. Stroud came in third. You believe? There's no – Yeah, because four was Stetson. Stetson Benton didn't come in fourth. He shouldn't even been in fourth. Um – yeah, this was – I didn't even think about this until it came out this week. I hate to just keep bringing up Mike Leach, but that's what I'm going to do. Uh, the Heisman finalists were coached by Mike Leach, coaching Disciple. tree coaches. Yeah, disciples, that's a better way to say it. But, yeah, I mean, this is what we all kind of expected. I, like I said, I would have liked to see Duggan win it, but I think it was – there was very little Caleb Williams could have done to lose that towards the end of the year. Caleb Williams is awesome this year, too. It's not like it's someone got no, robbed. No, no, I agree. It's just. No, no, no. Uh, he was the, they were the best two, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Bryce Young should have been there, but his team sucks. So, you know. And he, he missed two games. And Hooker should have been there, but he got hurt and they got housed by South Carolina. So they take the the Heisman ceremony takes the top four now. So if mm-hmm. you're saying both Bryce and Hinden Hooker should be there, are you cutting both Stetson and Stroud? Uh, no, I probably would have had uh, Hooker there instead of Stetson. And Bryce Young fifth. Mm-hmm. And Stetson I mean, way down the line. Oh yeah, I mean he wouldn't even have. There's so many dudes. I mean Bryce. Uh, Blake Corum, um, Bijan, uh, Michael Penix. Yeah, Penix at Washington. So many dudes. I would put a boy. I would probably put the uh, Tennessee receiver, Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt, yeah. I mean, what about Bo Nix? Uh, I mean, they win, but he hasn't done anything Heisman worthy. What about Bo Nix? Yeah, I would have put him before Stetson Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, and then the last little bit of college football news that we haven't touched on yet: Army beat Navy. I'm sorry, Navy. Ben, I've watched none of this game. By the way, it's the first Army Navy game I haven't watched a play of in forever. I watched a few. I mean, I didn't watch much of this game, but it was boring until the end. It went over for the first time in 16 years. Yeah, overtime. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Navy. My curse follows me, and I apologize. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I know you are, you jackass. All right, well, guys, that's going to wrap us up for the first half of the podcast. Stick with us in the break, and we will have uh, a plethora, if you will, of picks coming your way. So we have a lot of games to get taken care of before the next time we meet. So that being said, see you in a few. 
All right, everyone, welcome back to the B-Team Podcast. And as I said, to close out the first half, we have 12 games to pick this week. Ben is currently down nine, so this is monumental for him. But, Ben, before that happens, Ben, before that happens, I do have someone that wants to speak to you. Oh. Oh, no. I'm scared. Oh, oh, okay. Well, well, well. All right. All right. For the folks listening at home, this is first of all the B team fantasy champion Pierce Williams, four and zero against these bums, who you sit down and listen to every week talk about sports. And if you recall, at the beginning of the season, they said my team was the worst team ever assembled in fantasy history, which was true. I will give them their props. It was a terrible team, but I hit the waiver wire. I stayed up all night, certain nights. And I went 4-0 against these two scrubs. Now, it's regular season. Job's not finished. Job won't be finished. My team is legitimate garbage. But just wanted to hop on here and say, suck it. 4-0 against you two bums in the regular season. Exit music. Thank you, Pierce, for that rousing statement. Busby, 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 we have a problem. We have a problem, Busby. Is it just me and you right now? No. Let, me hold, let me hold this mic up to my mouth. Everything he said was true, and I play him week one of the playoffs. Busby, if I lose, you may never see me again. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyler Murray died. Jimmy Garoppolo died. I'm scared. I, I'm starting scared? Mike. White this week. Dude, I've been starting Danny Dimes all year. <laughs> Mike White's rib cage is made of jello. How wait, yeah, how is he playing? I, I know. That's my best option. You hear about Brock Purdy, who also died. Mm. Or Matt Ryan. Oh, he's been deceased. <laughs> or Baker Mayfield. That's I mean, that's at least fun. I'll trade you Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, Oh, God. Do I have Cortland Sutton? I feel your pain. <laughs> I'm starting Jerry Judy. <laughs> oh, God. What a stack. I know, right? I was so proud of that on draft night. I'm sporting the stacks of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and Kyler Murray Rip and DeAndre Hopkins, and you're just sporting the Russell Wilson Jerry Judy combo. Don't forget Danny Dimes and Darius Slayton. Oh, nice. I do have now, I do have a new one. The Mike White, Garrett Wilson stack. Oh, I have a uh, – oh, God, this is so bad. I have Deshaun Watson and David Njoku. <laughs> okay. And Nick Chubb. <laughs> the door. I mean, Deshaun Watson does know a thing or two about a Chubb. <laughs> oh, that was one of your better ones in two years of doing Uh, Okay. All right, do you want to – I can't believe you – you just sent me up there. I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, well. I was whatever. I didn't know I was gonna get thrown in there too. I thought he was just gonna make fun of you. I'm an easy target, Busby. All right, you wanna pick some games? Yeah, let me lose at that too. I don't know anything about any of these teams. Dude, me either. Like Bryce? Rice is just a grain. <laughs> well, yeah, we got 
Miami O on here? That just somebody yells Miami and you got scared? We're we we just aren't funny, are we? No, but uh, that's part of what makes us endearing. <laughs> all right, I, I'm assuming I'm going first on all these again. Yeah. All right, we have your beloved Miami oh. O. <laughs> so unprofessional. What? My chair scooted. <laughs> we have your beloved Miami Got O. One of them barking spiders in here. As an 11-point underdog against UAB. it's a lot of points. I don't know nothing about neither of these schools. Uh, I'll take UAB minus 11. Why not, right? You know, the, you know who the head coach of UAB is? It's not Bill Clark anymore, right? It's Trent Dilfer. Oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> You're pulling for a team coach by Trent Dilfer. I'm taking Miami. Oh. My NFL team is – Coached by Jeff Saturday. <laughs> you're anything, you're, you were definitely consistent. <laughs> I'm just going to write mine down because I know you're going the opposite of me on every one of them. Okay. Unless you specify otherwise. We have Troy versus UTSA. I think this is number 23 versus number 24 in the final college football playoff rankings. Again, I I, mean, I watched Troy once. I watched UTSA zero times, so I will pick Troy. I mean, I'll take the Roadrunners, but I think I think you're on the right side of it. Uh, I watched Troy against Ole Miss, and I watched Troy. I watched that conference championship game. Oh wait, Troy also lost in a hell Mary to App State. Yes, before App State and, season just hit the gutter. Yeah, and they won their champ their conference. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. That coach is going to get a huge jump next year. Uh, Louisville oh, yeah. versus Cincinnati. Louisville is a two-point favorite. This is uh, the uh, Scott Satterfield Bowl. Scott Satterfield this is, crazy. is coaching like, this neither is the of these. This bowl game matchup. Yeah, that's ironic. Uh, I'll take Cincinnati with the points. I mean – Give me freaking Louisville. Maybe they'll be better without that loser at the helm. I can't believe, like, Louisville just upgraded so easily. Did we even talk about Jeff Brom being hired by Louisville? Yeah, we did. We did. I would much I rather be lame, coached by Jeff Brom than Scott Satterfield. I made that lame, like, you get a car and somebody pays you to take a better car. Than, yeah, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. We aren't fun. <laughs> Florida at Oregon State. I say at Florida versus Oregon State in the Las Vegas, I believe. Um, Oregon State's a 10-point favorite. I think Florida stinks, and they don't have a quarterback, so I will take Oregon State minus the 10. I think Oregon State's going to be happy to be there, and Florida will not be. How would Oregon State be happy to be there? Because they're like 9-3, and three and they're ready to whoop some ass. I mean, you do see that SEC team there, isn't it? This will this will be the game of the of the bowl season where Brent McMurphy tweets his lame ass joke that he tweets every single offseason 
He's like, oh, it looks like the SEC didn't want to be there. Because he says after every SEC team loses in the bowl game. Because he's 75 and can't figure out how to work Twitter besides making that one joke every time. All right, yeah, so there's a lot of points. So I'll just take Florida. Okay. Fresno State versus Washington State. Fresno's a four-point favorite. Do it for Mike Leach, man. Wazoo oh plus God. four. I'm taking every Mike Leach coach team in the bowl season. Do it for Mike Leach, the Bulldogs, you know, plus four. <laughs> Minus four. Minus four. You don't get plus four. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> the grain oh. that is rice <laughs> versus Southern Miss. Southern Miss is a six-point favorite. This moved down today. I mean, uh, was Southern Miss good this year? They're six and didn't. six. <laughs> Literally didn't watch a single snap of a Southern Miss football game. Did they beat Miami? No. Well, maybe. They beat Tulane, who's playing at the freaking Cotton Bowl. Southern Miss beat Tulane? Yeah. I'll take USM. Why not? Stick to the roots. Blame it all on my roots. I'm taking the rice. I bet people in rice do show up in boots. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Then Houston, boy. I was gonna say I hate them. Uh, what do we call them? them? Them trash buzzards. What do people call them? Southern Miss. Oh, I don't know. Some there's some like derogatory name because the Golden Eagles are like oh they're like trash vultures or something buzzards. Dalton Coleman would know. Yeah, that sounds good, dude. Okay, dude, just get me the <laughs> hell out of here. BYU versus SMU. This is another line that moved down today. SMU minus three and a half. I don't know who's playing for either one of these teams. I'll take BYU plus the three and a half. This is the initials bowl. Just BYU versus Smooth. <laughs> Smooth just sounds intimidating. Man. Give me Smooth. All right, you got Smooth. Boise State Smooch. versus North Texas. <laughs> Boise State versus North Texas. Boise is a ten and a half point favorite. A lot of points. North Texas does not have a coach currently, though. I'll take Boise. A lot of points, dude. I'm about to get housed in this, but just give me North Texas, whatever. North Texas and, didn't they fire? This is the one that like they fired their coach after he was, did really well. They fired Seth Latrell after they went to the conference championship game. Yeah, that's crazy. There's a rumor that he's on the short list for Mr. State OC. He is a Mike Leach disciple. I don't hate any of that. <laughs> UConn versus Marshall. Marshall is a 10-point favorite. I, I'm i riding with the fighting Dan Orlovskis here. I'll take UConn plus 10. I think that's another you thing that's excited to be back in the bowl. You know this is football, not basketball, correct? Oh, shit. Are you serious? <laughs> we are Marshall, man. Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State. <laughs> if you can tell me a player for either one of these teams, I'll Venmo you a dollar right now. A player on either one of them? Either one. Uh, Michael Williams. That's actually not a bad guess. <laughs> How about this? If you can tell me where Eastern Michigan is located. Okay, this isn't very because you know. Uh, uh, it's not Lansing. It's not East Lansing. 
Mm, I don't know. Uh, Chippewa. Chippewa. <laughs> That's Central Michigan's mascot, but no, you are unfortunately incorrect. Uh, I knew, I knew it was it's, something. It's Ypsilanti. Okay, yeah, there was literally you could have given me one million guesses, and I wouldn't have gotten that. Uh, Central Michigan is Mount Olive, if you're wondering. I wasn't. Okay. Either way, I, I didn't pick this <laughs> game, did I? You know what? We've talked about it enough. I'll take Eastern Michigan. Okay. I didn't know where they're at, so give me San Jose. Uh, plus, if we're going off the uh, – hey, Ben, what are the – what did we just saw the not the the abbreviated names? What are they called? Initials. Yes, this Bu versus Smoo game. Eastern Michigan is Emu, yeah. and that's a funny animal. Oh, and I got I got sidges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, Toledo versus Liberty. Liberty's also without a coach. I'll take Toledo minus five. Uh, Liberty's better off without, without that loser, so give me them plus five. Jamie Chadwell is – I mean, is he that far – I was going to say, is he that far off of Hugh Freeze? We, Hugh Freeze did beat Alabama twice. Cheated. Well, that's also true. But, besides the fact – Players are all up on the hookers, you know. They play really well. I mean, Chad Kelly's eyes literally are not symmetrical. That's I think because they were so off, they could like triangulate exactly where the player was. Yeah. Yeah. In space. He just miscalculated on that one ball that hit off of like four Alabama guys right into the arm of what was it that old Miss receiver? Players, hit off somebody's helmet. I think it was his I'll player's helmet. Uh, it was a. Uh, what is it, Strauss? Oh. Why do I keep thinking Stringfellow? That's not right, is it? You're thinking Laquan Treadwell? No, Laquan Treadwell. No, it's, the dude with, it's the dude with the dreads. He had like I know, dreads. I know. Uh, Sam? No. We do Sam? this every week. We do this every week. We're going to have to take... It was like Sam or Bam or Adebajo or... Boyjo. Is that it? I think that's his name. He had a weird last name. He was really freaking fast. Sam Adabajo, Adabojo, or Boy Adabojo. <laughs> <laughs> this is just gonna. Some people, missing, people if, we are I sorry, but I have to look this up. Yelling now. at us. I know. Yelling. Oh, what it was his name? I think it's a Boyjo or something like that. Right? No, yeah, no, no, definitely... no. We 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 got the player wrong. Uh, we're we're on the. I'm gonna have uh, to figure out who that guy is too. But the player that made that catch was uh. No, that's not right either. This one says bro. Oh, Quin- Quincy at a Boyjo. That's it. I knew it was at a Boyjo. Ah. Quincy, though, I was way off there. The the first thing that popped up was Braylon Sanders. 
Yeah, that's not even close. Yeah, Quincy had a boy, Joe. Okay, we can move on. We did all that uh, to solve for one final game. South Alabama, USA, great initials, versus Western Kentucky, USA minus well, four. Cool. I'm riding with Tyson Helton, Western Kentucky, aerated out, baby, in honor of Mike Leach, Western Kentucky plus four and a half. You're talking some hills? <laughs> I mean, I think USA's – South Alabama, I think they've been pretty good this year. I mean, they're favored by four and a half. And they're in Mobile, which is semi-close to me. Where's Western Kentucky located? Is it a big city that I should know? Uh, no. I mean, it's Western Kentucky. Frankfurt. No. I said no, it's not a big city. You just named the capital of Kentucky. Uh, uh, Hillsburg. Where's Stark? Where's Mississippi State located? Is it big? No. All right, Jackson. Oh, you mean the, the only metropolitan city we have here? <laughs> Sit on it and rotate, Busby. <laughs> um, Where is it? Bowling Green. What the hell? Where's Bowling Green? Bowling Green, Ohio. Okay, there's way this country has a bowling green problem. There's two bowling greens. Yeah, that's that's way too much. Uh I'll tell USA. I mean it's the United States of America, man. Okay. They so, also beat uh, Dan Mullen in shorts, so they did beat Dan Mullen in shorts. <laughs> if you're Western Kentucky's coach you wear shorts, better watch out. Oh, it's December. It's also Mobile, Alabama. Where are they that doesn't mean they're playing this game in Mobile. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why I brain farted. Uh, I'm gonna say it's in. Where's a terrible place? Oh, it's inside. Uh, he can definitely wear shorts. Is it in like Dallas or something? It's in New Orleans. Ah, uh, ooh, Mobile home game. Mm. I mean, it's literally two states over. <laughs> what? Mobile to New Orleans is. There's like a full two things in between. There's you got to go through the entire state of Mississippi. Okay, but yeah, it's like you're barely in Mississippi. You remember speaking of which? Do you remember whatever? Uh, it wasn't Katrina, but one of the bigger hurricanes recently came through, and they said it's going to hit the landmass between Louisiana uh, and Alabama. Alabama. And everyone's yeah. like, "You mean Mississippi?" Yeah, that was crazy. Um, okay, well, you went opposite in. Of me on everything, as expected. So, this will be fun. Now, at what point do we call it? Like, if you get up, like, 20, do we just call it? So, like, mercy rule? You want to you want to put a mercy rule in? I mean, I don't think I can make it up at that point. We'll say 20. You want to do 20? That's fine. We could hit it this week. We could. Please just, please just end me. <laughs> I still haven't made good on my, my win from last year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like winning early, just like last year. I think I was up early last year, and then it just fell apart. And I started, I started just yeeting hail marys way too early. It was like middle third quarter, and I just started yeeting the ball. By the way, I know this wasn't your intention. I love the phrase yeet. Yeet, 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 yeet. You know that Pete Davidson skit on SNL? No. Where he's like making fun of rappers nowadays. It's pretty funny. Be the only funny thing SNL's put out in the last 10 years. Okay, that's not true. Pete Davis is very funny on SNL. 
And have you seen the I forget the news anchors when they write jokes for each other? That's oh cool. Colin Jost and yeah. um uh it's like a three letter uh Ray? No. And we did it again. I think his last name is like three letters. Che. Mm, Michael like Che. That. Yeah. Also, Colin Joseph's married to Scarlett Johansson. Is the key <clears throat> to being like an eligible bachelor just be on this and now? Mm, no. Things be very rich. You think Colin Jost is very rich? Gotta be. I mean, is he more rich than like uh is he more rich than Michael Che or uh God, who are other SNL people? Like Bill Hader's rich because he does things outside of SNL. Colin Joe's net net worth is seven million dollars. So whatever you consider very rich. Well, look up Scarlett Johansson's net net worth. Okay, well that's that. Okay, so he's married to. I know, but like, he's very rich. (laughs) Just guess. Two hundred forty-six million. One sixty-five. Okay. I don't know how we got off on this tangent, dude. Because we were talking about SNL. They were talking about Pete Davidson because we were talking about Yeet, which you said you thought was funny because I said that about how I got down so much in the games. Because I was yeeting Hail Marys, is what I said. It's all a rabbit hole. God dang it. Mike Leach would be proud. (laughs) All right, Ben, do you have anything else you want to add? Mm, No, may or may not be here next week. Yes, that is true. Uh, We might have an episode early next week. If not, honestly, guys, see you after Christmas. I don't think anyone's going to. I'll be a 30-year-old man. Oh, that is true. Congrats. Don't. Don't. I don't think it's a congrats thing. How's that beer gut fitting you? Pretty good, brother. (laughs) Looking like the cockroaches on Men in Black. What are you up to, 142 now? 155. Oh, look at you putting some muscle on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's I know it was a sad one, but try to make it as enjoyable as we can. Um, but yeah, might see you next week, might not. Please just refresh them feeds if you can. I don't know. Our social media expert might tweet something out. We'll have to get on oh them about God. that. You're just rambling again. Bye.